Welcome to Nerdables. This episode, Nick Cage may finally get to be Superman. Henry Cavell's in line for Bond. Los Angeles Comic Con is a go. Disney Parks has layoffs. Avatar is done. Miss Marvel's cast. Electro could be returning to Spider-Man 3. And Star Wars Squadron flies into homes. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. I'm R.A. Rain. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Welcome, guys. What's up? We all COVID free still, as far as I know. Yeah, I've only been tested four times, so who knows? Well, you know, you can be tested four times and still have it. I know. Uh so uh, Nick Cage may finally get to be spy- uh, Superman. Better than Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be some. Superman. That would be interesting. Yeah, Nick Cannon as Superman. He's gonna play. Uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan would be pissed. If I was going to say, yeah. Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> if he gets... Well, I'm pretty sure I seem to remember when Michael B. Jordan first talked about that, like, what, two years ago? So yeah. when Nick Cannon came out and said the same thing, like, yeah, I want to be Superman. I'm like, dude, you got fired from NBC because you wouldn't stop using the N-word in your stand-up. Calm yeah. down. Like, Warner Brothers is not hiring you to be Superman. <laughs> so there's a rumor that Nick Cage could finally be donning the Superman cape in Flashpoint. Or whatever they're calling the Flash movie with Ezra. It's called Flashpoint. I don't think it's a Flash movie. That's the thing. Well, they they They, originally said it was going to be Flashpoint. Then they said no. Flash and then Flashpoint. Right. And then when everybody quit and Zack Snyder got fired and then he came back and was like, I have the greatest movie ever. No one can see. They just changed it to the Flash movie because they weren't going to do Flashpoint. Right. Apparently without Ben Affleck or something. I don't even remember the timeline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it came back like, no, we're doing the Flashpoint movie. It doesn't have the word Flash in it anymore. Right. So it's not a Flash movie. Well, it movie. technically has the word Flash in it. But I'm saying it's not. It was originally called the Flash colon Flashpoint. Right. You know, it would be like Batman colon Dark Knight Rises or whatever. Sure. Um, the Flash is in it, obviously, and we'll probably see multiple Flashes in it. But wonder it if feels we'll get, like it's a Batman film now. I wonder if we'll get to see um, Barry Allen from the Arrowverse. Right. I think Houston. we will. Yeah. I think, I think you're going to see Houston. You're going to see... Um, his dad in the show, yeah, played the original Flash in the in the cartoon in the ninety or cartoon, sorry, in the in the series. TV series in the nineties. I think you'll see him. You'll see Ezra Miller, and you'll get sort of because the same we thing already like had the Ezra. Nick Cage thing. Here's the thing with the same thing as Nick Cage thing. They'll have somebody show up. They'll have some star. You know, it's going to be um, hell. Zac Efron's going to show up as Barry Allen from Earth ninety five or whatever. No, I have a feeling it'll be they'll be making a Superman move, quote unquote Superman movie, and he'll be the actor. Playing Superman? No, that's. I think that's what you're going to see with Nick Cage. That's what I mean. No, it's, no, no, I'm talking about the Flash. You're going to oh, see oh. extra people, so you're going to see everyone that you already have. Sure. Because Warner Brothers has decided nothing matters, and all we're going to give you is cake that's made out of sugar. Right. There's no flour. There's no <laughs> eggs. There's no. There's nothing. It's just sugar. They're literally just taking pixie sticks and shoving it in your eyeballs, because. Are we talking about Doctor Strange in the rumors? I no, was we talked about say, it last week. We talked about it last week, yeah. It's this thing now. I'm, I'm reading these, and um, we need like something that, that something to button that says like "old man yelling at kids on his lawn rant." Because here I go. They're like giving us everything that everybody get the wants, one. and then it's get sort off of my weird. lawn! Get off my lawn! Get off there! This chair is a bad chair. <laughs> um, it's not Republican. It's a rap. Uh, my back hurts. It, oh, my back does hurt. Oh, I screwed up my back yesterday so bad. How about this tastes funny? I can't hear it. I'll hear you that. Um, but this, we're going to get every Batman ever. We're going to get all this other stuff. And it's a point where if they're going to throw everything at you, 
what does anything matter? Right. right. To me. And that's you know, what I'm kind of worried can, about you with can Strange. Throw out and Strange is the same thing. If it's something where you contain it to that one movie and we get Tom Cruise and we right. get Robert Downey Jr. playing him in another universe and we get, um, you know, he he's in a universe in which Benedict Cumberbatch exists. Chris Evans shows up yeah. <laughs> as, the, as uh, Johnny Storm. It's just like it, that stuff, if you contain that in one film, the way that Marvel's kind of done their thing so far, that's kind of fun and funny to me, and I think they could maybe keep that box closed, but I'm not guaranteeing that they would. Right. Warner Brothers, with the last couple of years, and two years ago or a year and a half ago or whatever, having a statement that says, we're saying there's a universe and none of these films have to connect anymore. Right. We can make Joker and we can make Batgirl and we can make Justice League and we can make Wonder Woman and we can make Superman and we can make a new Batman film and they all matter because they exist in the same multiverse. Well, g- duh. Right. That's easy enough for anything. Mm-hmm. Hell, you could say Star Wars and Star Trek are in a multiverse. Yeah. And then so when they cross over and the Star Trek fans are like, phasers are better than laser bolts. And then you're like, but he has, he's a sorcerer and he has the force. Like he can choke Captain Kirk from the other <laughs> side of the space. So we already got that. We got the, uh, the, um, the uh, commercial. What the... Uh, Postmates commercial, or whatever it is, oh, Grubhub, Uber, oh, yeah, Uber that's Eats. Not, yeah, that's not in uh, the Patrick Stewart and <laughs> Mark Hamill. I sort of feel like if you're going to give everybody what you, <laughs> it's a good commercial. what you think they want and throw everything in, we're going to get Michael Keaton, we're going to get Ben Affleck, we're going to get Robert Pattinson, we're going to get uh, Kevin Conroy, George Clooney. Val Kilmer, after he loses some weight, they're all going to be in the same movie. Well, Kilmer's in uh, J- uh, Top Gun too. <laughs> Are they using a body double? <laughs> as long as they don't have the volleyball scene right now. Last time. They're using that app where you can put your face on somebody else's body. Gonna, they're going to deep fake with Val Kilmer? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him at this point. Um <laughs> I mean, because the last pictures I saw of Val Kilmer, that man was huge. Val Kilmer did not <laughs> got big. Val Kilmer did really not put big. on a fat suit to play Mark Twain in his one man show. We'll mm. put it that way. Mark Twain was not a small human being. Um, oh, but know. you never know. They may use that for a Batman in a different universe. <laughs> Batman's just big. Well, we didn't get we didn't get Fat Spider Man. It's Fat Man in the multiverse. Yeah, and that's the other. Speaking along the same line, you didn't put it in the in the thing, did you, Jim what? Fox? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, in there. Was it in there? Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I was looking at my phone. Uh, <laughs> we were. It was a voice thing that you had to listen to. So I don't have to listen to it. Apparently not, because <laughs> you know what? Other people don't have to listen to this show. <laughs> um, Sebastian Stan got put in a fat suit for that uh, that Netflix show and movie mm-hmm. with uh, Tom Holland. The the Marvel actors are in a Netflix movie. The no. devil is all around us. The devil's devil. The Netflix is playing Marvel, a- paying Marvel actors a lot of money <laughs> to star in films for Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Movie that movie looked boring to me. We watched it. It was pretty good. It still looked boring to me. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those movies that you have to be in the right mindset to watch. Totally. You can't totally. just be like, oh, this looks interesting. Let me watch it. Yeah. Let's put this it's way. like a total like depressing movie or something Let's like put that. it this way. It was so depressing. Afterwards, we had to watch Trolls uh, World <laughs> Tour. <laughs> to make yourself you even more, more depressed. <laughs> Are you Man. doubling down on the depression? <laughs> this should be better. Oh, they're singing again. Good God. <laughs> la, 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 la. That's the Smurfs. I know. <laughs> The Smurfs, Smurfs would have been better. No, the Smurfs are depressing <laughs> because they're on TV for 45 years and they still haven't finished the dam. 
Like, there's some sort of corruption going on there where you're just like, you know what? If we don't finish the freeway, they Papa Smurf is embezzling all the money from the dam. That's what hey, I'm thinking. You know who's not going to be in the uh, in the Flashpoint movie? Papa Smurf. <laughs> Papa Smurf. <laughs> Isn't he dead? Yeah. Yes. Um. I don't. I, we'll see what. I, who knows what? I feel like Flashpoint is just going to be this. Mess. This big stew and none of the mm. ingredients are any good. Yeah. What's the thoroughfare of that film other than to introduce... To reset I mean, the DC it's, universe. It's all, it's all fanfare at this point, I think. Everything just, is fanfare. It's just, it's but just this is like going over the top, I think. This is to reset the doing. DC universe. They've already said that. That's nothing. I, we're going to give you a movie with basically all the actors that you fell in, fell in love with playing Batman, Superman, or whoever else. Oh, I guarantee you, Dean Kane is going to be in this. Is going to be in this. Dean Kane. No, Dean Kane will not be in that film. No, nobody likes Dean Kane. No, he'll. Be, uh, Dean Kane didn't even make it into. You'll have. You'll have the. the if new Christopher Arrow. Reeve was still alive, he would somehow still you'll, be in that Dean movie. Dean Kane didn't even make it into Crisis for the, uh, the Arrowverse one. Dean, he was Dean, on Supergirl for the longest time, though. Yes, and then he got fired because he's Dean Kane. Yeah. No, um, wait. He did make it in there. Yeah, he's didn't he's the he's the dad. He's not going to no. be in the No, in the in the crisis. Didn't no. He, didn't he get I thought he was in an, yeah. a, No, Smallville. They had Smallville in there where he gave up his powers. He's going to be in the movie too. I, Tom Welling will be see, there. You're going to see Tom Welling, you're going to see Brandon Routh, you will probably see a digital Christopher Reeve. I wouldn't put it past them. Right. You know, if he's He's running between worlds, and he'll be in Superman one or Superman two, and he'll. Or see remember Christopher Superman Reeves Returns? They they put in uh, Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it, yeah. it's it's you know all that's going to be. It's yes, all it's just going to be fanfare. But it's, it, well, that's, everything is fan service. That's the thing. Yeah. Episode nine, pure fan service, yeah. and that's why that film isn't very good. Well, that's what the yellow lightsaber was. It was it's pure. All of it was. It was that that was like mm-hmm. that was Lucasfilm's gift to me. <laughs> Writing Nobody on nine. the planet cared about a yellow lightsaber except you. You're the only person. J.J. Abrams going through the like, script. You know what? I'm never going to see another Star Wars film unless there's a yellow lightsaber that shows up somewhere. You know what? We're going to put a yellow lightsaber in for Rich. Yeah? No, yeah. I, th- I okay. think Rich yeah. broke into Lucasfilm and changed the digital file. <laughs> that was going to be no. a silk. J.J. Be, finally listened. He saw the script was, on the computer. He's no, like, he didn't even change the script. The least blue done. lightsaber, yellow no, no, no. lightsaber. J.J. listened to Nerdables and he knew how much. Um, if you listen to Nerdables, he would have turned off when you had interviewed guys who were like, J.J. has to make the movie our way. Um, he was a silver blade, and then Rich just went in and went silver, yellow, pink. The first time they showed it on the screen, it just comes on, and you just hear J.J. go, what the fuck? I put a silver blade in that one. But it's it's what is that movie going to mean? Other it's the attempt, yes, and for in terms of fan service, trying to make you feel better. That's all it's going to be. If you liked... Uh, Christian Bale's Batman, it still means something now because it could come back someday. That's the only Batman I guarantee we won't see because Christian Bale will not come back. I won't guarantee it, but I think it's a very small possibility. I think it's a... Uh, unless because they Christian, digitally Christian do Bale said he would not put on the suit again unless Christopher Nolan has a part with Correct. it. I'm so, saying, well, I don't even think Nolan would... And this, I feel hold like on, stop, stop. Listen to my words. I'm not saying there's no way... But there's never there's a very small chance. Very small. But what chance. I'm saying is, as long as DC is telling you that there's the nipple suit is real in oh. quote unquote real in our universe, then we know that Christopher Nolan's Batman exists somewhere in our universe, mm-hmm. our multiverse. Um. So it just I. I sort of wonder, like, 
what do you think you're doing going forward? It's just going backwards to me. Like, you, you yeah. But that's all they've done. I know. I know this. It'll be interesting. Remember all when when they announced Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford are in Episode Seven. Yes. The first thing I said is this is a bad idea. Oh, totally. Because all we get watching the the sequel trilogy and watching the prequel trilogy, there's there's no new designs in the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. There's very few. The X wing is the X wing. The Tie Fighter is the Tie Fighter. Yes. You know, you get one weird looking like, you know, fudge bar ship as the Republic thing that shows up for half a second. Fudge bar. It's like a big, big donut or something. The lander thing. Yeah. yeah it's it's no. boring as hell. It's just funny how he put it. It was, that was like such a boring. And it's half a second. Everything we see is sort of the same. Mm-hmm. If not the exact same in terms of the Millennium Falcon and Luke's X-Wing. That miraculously works all of a sudden. Oh, I could have gotten off this planet the whole time. <laughs> But he you and then, and then a tie fighter somehow is a it's a the exact same design as the regular tie, but it has you know just because we wanted to have a really cool shot of the X wing and the tie fighter sitting together, we decided no, it's a scout tie fighter, so it has a hyperdrive. Instead of using Vader's ship, which would have been perfect to use for that, just use the shuttle. Yeah, but even even if you just use Vader's because it's his grandfather's and he's already has this yeah, obsession. Yeah, gone. No, it could still be. It could still could have been in the hangar where he found the Tie Fighter. It doesn't matter. No, Kylo's ship is kind of like Vader's though. No, 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 no it's it? more of the the, uh, the f- his first one, the one in in Episode Eight is yeah. a different enough design. I love that design. Okay. Then we get to Episode Nine. He just has a he just has an interceptor with some red on it. Yeah, yeah. pretty so much again, with longer lens. No, I when thought you look I thought his from trilogy. It's the Naboo fighter is new. The Arc One Seventy is new. The the all of them are new. All of them, and, and the design work in it is so awesome. The V wing is the only thing that you you hear the twin ion engine. Yes, and it's got kind of the things on the side. The Arc One Seventy has the split wings. They gave you a good progression. Like this is what would lead right. to the type mm-hmm. of stuff that we would have later. We get the Y wing that looks different in the Clone Wars yep. TV series, but it's it's that and characters like you're moving forward. And you get to the end, and everyone's like, oh, you did Luke dirty, and I can't believe you killed Han. You have all these new characters, and nobody gives a damn about them because they end up getting overshadowed. Well, look JJ, at the ships. JJ admitted it when he was writing episode seven. Yeah. He said in his first draft, he had Luke show up halfway through the movie, and then the movie became Luke Skywalker. And that's why he held him to the end. Mm-hmm. So that the next movie, after you establish who these three characters were, one of which you were going to kill originally, um, you I can think you should have killed one of those through. characters originally. Well, I mean, because you don't, you don't end up developing those characters very well because you have them. You develop them fine. Here's the thing: everyone who bitches at me about characterization doesn't understand characterization because they're all of a sudden in a world, in a geek world, in which you're expecting everything to be downloaded into your brain immediately. This is the Snoke problem. Who the hell is Snoke? Is Snoke this? Is Snoke that? What is Snoke? What is Snoke? Snoke, 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 Snoke. And forget that in episode five, Darth Vader walks up to a hologram. He's the emperor. Right. He's the leader of the empire. The emperor, the leader of the empire is the emperor. The emperor's leader of the empire. The end. We didn't have this whole story. We didn't know his name. We didn't know where he came from. Sure. We didn't know how he was this. We don't get his name until West End Games throws it. What is this? We didn't care. But now, in this, this modern world of, they've given us this huge universe to play around in, which is excellent and awesome, and you can't wait until it gets, you know, you get some of that info. 
we see Snoke, and that's all we can talk about for two years. Who's Snoke? Snoke's this, Snoke's that. Snoke's this next Lando Calrissian who's had the disease that Michael Jackson had and turned white. He's the pl- the, the stormtrooper that it's bangs Ezra. his head. It's, it's Porks. It's Porkins. It's the fat guy. It's the stormtrooper that bumps his that's head. That's what I just said. Well, everybody that said it was that the Emperor was right in it's a way. A, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shell sort of thing. It's a clone. <laughs> and that's it's... You get this characterization for all those characters. There's characterization for... for for Finn in the second film, just nobody liked it. Nobody understood it. Yeah, but that's, I mean, yes. When you look at the original trilogy and you go, and this is part of the problem with DC, is, you know, the way their characters are. When you look at Cyborg when he was created, you didn't really care too much. You know, he was playing football, got injured, and his dad tried to fix him, but he couldn't really fix him. So the mother... You, you can't do in a movie... What, what Marv Wolfman and George Perez did in 50 issues of New Teen Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the difference. You're, but you can... In that, you're bringing in... There's no characterization of any of the original characters in in this, the sequel trilogy. You're bringing in your feeling for Luke, Han, and Leia. And that's what screws you up. Because all of a sudden, you don't like that Han. And you don't like that Luke. Right. And you don't even like that Leia. Because Luke runs away. Hey, I turned. Han nephew. runs away. Han runs away. They break up. Han runs away. Leia stays and does what she she normally does, and now she's become the big Mary Sue character. She's the only one that stays to her commitment. Mm-hmm. Luke makes a. Uh, hey, what's up, sis? Yeah, so your uh, your nephew, yeah, Dark Lord of the Sith. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm out. Click, and they just go. <laughs> Come on. Um, R2 shuts down. 3PO R2, yeah, does yeah. what he does. But, you know, the R2 and, I mean, but you 3PO and Leia are the only ones that do what they do. Lando ran off. Sort of. He d- yeah. I mean, kind of just stayed someplace. Hang out in the desert to <laughs> talk about that time. I totally forked Hans wife. <laughs> uh, the origin, here's, you mentioned the original trilogy, and I've said this for the longest time. In the first film, there is no characterization of yeah. anybody. Hold on. That is not an archetype except for Luke. Luke's the only one that goes on a journey. What they give you for Han is what you get for Han all the way through sure. the series. Especially now that he waits until Greedo gets like six shots off before he kills him. <laughs> yeah, but you knew you Chewbacca's, knew Han was a smuggler. You knew Leia was the, right. the princess. You knew Luke was you the, got the hero. The you sure, yes. In order to give the shortcut to where you go to yes. for those characters. Luke's the only one that you learn anything about. You learn nothing about any of the other characters outside um, of what's given to you. Leia's a rebel leader. What is she at the beginning of the film? She's a rebel leader. What is she at the end of the film? She's a rebel leader. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, if you're Han talking about beginning? her arc, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's like, oh, characterization. Those are all archetypes. Yeah, but the They're char- all characters that you've seen in a thousand hero stories sure. for hundreds of years that are presented to you on the screen. It's why Westerns really work. That guy's got a black hat. He's the bad guy. Right. Black cat. Black hack. Black hat. Let me start over. That guy has a black hat. He is the bad guy. That's well, why Vader's a, what in is he, a black... What, yeah, what he is can he have the a black hat and of? still be a bad guy, too. You can have a black hat and be a good guy. <laughs> what, what, is he, what is he bad for? We have no idea in a lot of Western films. He just kills people that he's not supposed to kill. We don't know anything about him. He's yeah. grizzled and he has a thing and he can shoot He can, he can shoot people without conscience. And the, whole, the, the whole original Star Wars is nothing but archetypes. Right. Every character is an archetype. Even Lando that. is. Lando's the one that kind of subverts it because they tell, keep telling you he's a scoundrel, and you show up and like, no, I'm an administrator. <laughs> also, I bitched you out. Sorry, but it's 
the character uh, characters characterization and arcs are a little bit different. Now the characterization is all right. We know Leia is a re- the leader of the opposition. She you know she's the good guy. She's in white. Darth Vader's the bad guy. He's in black. These are easy characterizations that you 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 know in archetypes that you look at with it. Now the things we do learn about their characters are we know that Leia is a princess of Alderaan. You know her. You know her dad is the leader of the. We don't find out any of that for a long time. You do find that out within a it. little bit, but it doesn't mean anything. You know that Luke is an orphan. You know, raised by his aunt and uncle. Doesn't mean anything. If what they give you was is the surface, they give you all that for all the main characters that you get in the sequel trilogy. Sure, but you know everybody Lu- think, but everybody says there's no characterization in this. It's the same goddamn thing, and yes. yet because it's not what you wanted, because there's. G- 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 girl in it you bitch about it like crazy because there's there's a black guy in my movie i don't understand and he's a stormtrooper about it it's you the i don't like how good looking poe is and you bitch about it and more than anything i just want to see on luke and leia sitting on starship and yell at each other for an hour and so you bitch about it it's the same thing and that's a i'm trying to i think part of the problem was gotta recognize what your prejudices are why think, don't you I, like those films? You I don't think like part those of the problem you didn't with, get the same films you I got 30 years part ago. Part of the problem with the sequel trilogy is you had, even as brief as it was with Han, Luke, and Leia in The Falcon, because you know Han, Luke, and Leia are really never together in the first film, except for nope. when they... Except when they're running from the Death Star. Running from the Death Star and running from the Empire back to Yavin. Yeah. You don't have a lot... you know, Running from the Death Star. Yeah. From the point in which she comes out of the cell until yeah. they get to Yavin, and then they split up again. But you have... And you then have... Han just waits until 40 other pilots <laughs> dies, and then shows up and like, all right, I'll just save Luke. That one guy who went over there, and hey, where'd that Y-Wing come from? <laughs> but you do have more connection with those three characters together in that film than you do in episode seven. You know why you do? Because you saw it when you were six. Yeah, but look at it. Ray never meets up with Poe. Not until the end of the second film, yeah. Yeah. Ray, uh, Poe, but that doesn't invalidate, Poe and Finn but that doesn't meet up, then they're journey. gone. No, I'm saying the only two of them that are together, really, are throughout that whole film, are Ray and Finn. Even then, they don't spend a ton of time together. And even then, their connection isn't we like... Sp- we spent two years after episode seven waiting for Poe to just bend Finn over and bang him in the ass. Right. And they still didn't spend a lot of time together. They just met each other and were like, yeah, we're going to do this. They flew around, shot some missiles at a Star Destroyer, crashed into a planet, and they don't see each other again until a point in which Finn's going to jump on the Millennium Falcon with Han Solo, who just shows up out of nowhere to go blow up a whole bunch of generators so he can go attack the planet. And they literally look at each other and say, I want to tell the world how much I love you, bro. And then he comes up to him and like, I love you, bro. Why'd you whisper it? Because you're my whole world, bro. <laughs> That's it. We put these two guys as this bromance because when P- when Poe shows up on Takadana and starts shooting people, shoots you know precision shots into into stormtroopers from fifty feet, five miles away on an X wing. Ben, and whoa, he, that yeah, pilot! That's some hot ass pilot. He doesn't even know who he is, right? But we assign that part to him. It's it, look. It's just it's just a oh. point of like just flashpoint, relax. right? So <laughs> what did what does this have to do with flashpoint? <laughs> When you start taking these characters that are mediocre characters that people, you know, I don't mean mediocre characters, 
No, no, you don't have to give the characters in the film any meat because you already know them. That's my fear of that film. Yes. When Michael Keaton's Batman shows up, we're like, we've already seen two films with this guy, so we know what this this guy is. He's the Vulture. <laughs> uh, he's Mr. Mom and Birdman. He's also Multiplicity. We've seen four of them in one film. She touched my peppy Steve. Yeah, that was it. For some reason, I thought that was Steve Gutenberg. Really? Yeah. They <laughs> oh, were my inter- God. They were interchangeable back then. Uh... They're the same people. Steve Gutenberg could never have done Mr. Mom. Yeah, Steve Gutenberg is a star because of the aliens in... Uh, Cocoon? No, um, in uh, the Stonecutter Society. <laughs> but my fear for Flashpoint after a 40-minute rant over this way and that is that you're going to get a film that just throws a bunch of stuff at you for two minutes. Yes. And that was my fear for Justice League before I ever didn't see it. I was like, you're just going to get like 10 minutes for each of these characters because mm-hmm. you don't have any movie that explains to and you. And now you're going to get a four-hour film. Get four hours of digital crap <sighs> that's going to cost an extra $100 million to make. I just... That he's going to go way over budget. Just does not... I mean, when you're don't looking at it, you're, and you're just looking at the numbers for the... I really like, don't understand. This doesn't it. compute. They need something, I guess. They don't have their Mandalorian. They're going to make it justice. You are paying League. more money for a movie that's already been released. That's yes, the thing but I don't already get. Bought. But in Flashpoint, we may get Nick Cage. Nobody cares. Honestly, but finally, the, honestly, he if, has if a if he's Superman on the poster, tattoo because he wanted to be cares? Superman so bad. He who also had a Nick Cage a, hasn't been relevant for fifteen oh, years. You know who else we should get? Nick Cage has only been relevant for fifteen years. He's only been relevant since he sucked. Like he's in action films and he won he wins he wins an Oscar does a bunch of action films and then does action films that are literally straight to plane, and Connor, no, literally sh- you they're not released in theaters. I know they're only on an airplane when you're traveling across country, and you get what's that one with the tiger that he doesn't want to kill or something or some leopard or some crap. He's got some weird crime drama, whatever. Who was the chick that wanted to be Catwoman? The chick back when. Uh, before Nicole Kidman, it's not Nicole Kidman. I mean, not uh, not Kidman. Uh, Sean Young. Yes, Sean Young. Yeah, they need to get Sean Young in the Catwoman. I would all but guarantee you that's going to happen. Oh my God, that would that's the that's the one they're not going to announce. Yeah, and she's going to show up because that would be. I you mean, know, if Harry, you get Nick all, Cage, Halle Berry's going to be in it too. You get Nick Cage and you get Sean Young in there, finally getting in these roles, and then you let Kevin Smith direct part of it. Because then you need polar bears. Uh, <laughs> no. If you're going, he's already he's already directing. Do you want Supergirl. people to watch the movie? If you're going to make it a train wreck, you might they're as well gonna, just go full on right into the, movie the wall. Anyway, because that is, it's an appeal to that sort of thing. We're we're all kind of stuck on these five minute sort of things. All I want is to see Nick Cage in a Superman uniform. All I want to see is is Val Kilmer in the bat suit again. All I want to see is Michael Keaton in the bat suit again. Michael Keaton could announce. What would be interesting? Though? Michael Keaton could announce that he's doing. It's a, an alternate. It's an alternate. You get you get all the Batman all actors come back, but they're playing different Batman characters. Like, well, that's know, Michael Keaton will be in uh, Val Kilmer suit. suit. George Clooney will be in the Bale suit. You know, like you just get them all in like different. Well, no, the no. idea, but the idea is to invalidate those films as right. true Warner Brothers films or whatever. But you have an audience that's sophisticated enough to understand that there's three Christian Bale films and that's it. It doesn't need to exist anywhere else. We're never going to get right. him again. Right. Christopher Nolan's not going to go back and do another Batman do film. Do we get Chris O'Donnell as Robin? No. Do we get Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl? <laughs> no. Do we 
whatever made fun of her for at the time. Uh, it just, I, I that film was gonna have zero substance. To me, it's just it's just a waste. I trust. I trust. Personally, what they I guess that's that's just me personally. And you, I'm no, no, I'm that. The, I don't. I don't think it's but gonna. I don't think it's gonna. Here's here's a weird thing. We're talking about the same thing with Multiverse of Madness. The yes. idea that Robert, the, the the idea, rumored speculation or desire that you're gonna see Robert Downey Jr. playing Doctor Strange from another universe, yeah. and because it's a Marvel film and because we trust them, as we've had 23 films and most of them are. Good enough that we would watch them again with no problem. Well, even their bad, on, their worst film be, is better that than that. It's going to be something fun that you're going to, you know, laugh at, or it's going to mean something that they're going to give you a villain that's going to be like every other villain that they've ever had, and then it's going to kind of be mm-hmm. over. Because they're saying Wanda may be the villain if she goes nuts. Yeah, totally. So, but even, here's the thing: even Marvel's worst film, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, has been. It did more money and was better than it's not a money the thing. DC There's films. A, I don't care about DCEU money. films. I don't, I don't give a damn about money. Suicide Squad made more money than Justice But League. what I'm saying is there's still a better you know, Iron idea, Man 3 is better than anything what, what, that DC has put out no, so far. The idea, as I said, you have 23 films and they're all rewatchable. Yes. I haven't seen two-thirds of DC's output and I have no interest in seeing any of it except maybe Shazam. Shazam was fun. I have no interest in seeing... Batman vs. Superman start to finish. I have no interest in seeing Suicide Squad. No interest in seeing Justice League. No interest in seeing Joker. Maybe I'd see Aquaman, but I know it's like... I've gone back and watched Wonder Woman again, and it's not as good as it was first watching it. told you it wasn't good when we first (laughs) saw it. There are great pieces in that film. I think my my reviewer of it or whatever when we were talking here is... You said it was like two films. It was Gail Godot and Patty Jenkins deserve a better film. Yes. They are fantastic. I really liked Chris Pine in it. That mm-hmm. first third of the movie is so good. Like yeah. Just finish it. And the end is terrible because don't make the guy Aries. You know, don't and, and you know, have him do the fight. I've seen that final fight like once since. It's awful. Yep. It's awful. It's so bad. <laughs> And that's a, you get those moments and you're like the 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 uh, the climax confrontations in almost all the Marvel films are are pretty good, maybe not Ronan. Um, <laughs> the ego one's kind of weird, but I mean the end of Winter Soldier obviously is awesome. There's all the Cap uh, climaxes are fantastic. I still Doctor Strange is one of the most inventive ones. Cap makes Chris climax. <sighs> When he gets uh, when he gets that that <laughs> hammer, man, that is a. That I is still a, that is a say experience. Guardians, the way when you're we're having some when you're fighting somebody that has an Infinity Stone, and you have nothing, and he's way more powerful. Again, the only thing you, you can do you never listen to me, you never ever listen to me. I've never had a problem with what Star Lord does. My problem is Ronan. Ronan would kill him immediately. He's not going to stand there and go, what is this Charleston you speak of? Please do it. <laughs> Ooh, what is this called? The electric slide, bro. This is very interesting. I'm going to stand here while all of my enemies are around me. Yes. I've got an infinity stone. I have a hammer that I can kill people with. I murdered a planet of people, and yet someone doing a jig in front of me, <laughs> it just snaps my brain. I'll give you, I'll give you that much that 
It could have, if Ronan would have reacted sooner. If Ronan would have reacted, and still, if he would have, if, if uh, Star-Lord is doing dancing moves, like getting out of the way of power blasts or whatever, I'm perfectly fine with it. Because that would have been interesting. At least Ronan mm-hmm. is reacting, and he's distracting him. Ronan's like, I don't know what this is. This is some sort of martial arts style or something. I'm fighting him. And then Raccoon shoots him. Rocket shoots him. Fine. Right. But instead, he just stands there, puts the stick down, like, yeah, I'll just watch this for two hours. This I'll give cool. you, I'll give you the did last the I know they were giving Rocket in time to build the you know the weapon again. Yeah. But my I, problem is not with Star Lord. My problem has always been with Ronan. It it is too it is the reaction does take too long for that. But even hey. when we get Ronan again in Captain Marvel, you're like, oh, that doesn't fix it. Like he should have been more badass. In that. Well, he was barely in. I mean, he should have been, you know. At least a little bit more in Captain Marvel. He barely has like a quick scene, doesn't he? Yeah. Or he just runs away. Um, Speaking of getting that crazy little feeling, how do you feel about Henry Cavill? What? (laughs) I don't know. I was trying to get something. I had something a second ago. Push the terrible button for yourself. (laughs) Wrong button. (laughs) Wrong button. Nope. Still wrong number. Not at all. What's on the second page? <laughs> that is the second page. Oh, wow. Uh, the third page is... <laughs> well, that one's racist. Wow. <laughs> Can't use that anymore. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then that is I loud. <laughs> so, so loud. <laughs> there you go. That's See, the that one, one would have worked. That's the one that would have worked. Don't try Well, that, that's true too. <laughs> yes. uh, this is like a therapy session for Rich. <laughs> I can speak with the buttons. This is so therapeutic. <laughs> I've always had a bad feeling about this. That's not a good line. <laughs> the way she reads that line is not good. Um, maybe in context. In the context of the show. Uh, Henry Cavill, Ca- damn it, <laughs> Henry Cavill. I've completely given up on calling Governor Newsom Governor Newsom and just giving in to Governor Newsom. <laughs> That's all I'm doing now. I was like, the hell with it. I'm just gonna call him Governor Newsom. Henry Cavill is in the running for Bond. James Bond. Everybody is in the running. Yeah, I know. Here's three, th- three things with Henry Cavill. Number one, yes. he's got a lot of Witcher to shoot. Yes. Number two, apparently he's going back to Warner Brothers. And number three, I think he's too old for what they want for Bond. Yes. Number four, can we just see <laughs> the freaking last film before we throw dirt all over Daniel Craig's grave and desperately no, because run out the movie's to already find done. One? The movie's it's already done. done. We're still not going to see it for so another year. Everybody's but already Ethan wants Tom him. Hardy. Everybody no, wants Tom Hardy. No, I would choose Henry, Henry Cavill over Tom Hardy, in my opinion. Neither of them are going to do Let's it. Let's just right. really go weird. Tom Holland. No, we'll go really weird. Nicholas Cage. No, we'll go really weird. <laughs> is that they're going to find a young British actor of uh, Asian descent and have him play him? They had a lot of people talking about was it, who's uh, it? Um, oh goodness, he's uh, playing. He's in them. He's in Crazy Rich Asians. Henry Golding, is that right? Yes. Sure. Yeah. There was a rumor for a while that it was going to be him. There's a lot of actors. There's a lot of British actors. Don't forget. Daniel Craig was not a big star when he was cast in Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. 
He was he was a star. He was out there. Yeah. He's not making money like Tom Hardy does. He's not making money and have forty three projects on his slate like Henry Cavill. I mean, Cavill's got to do whatever the sequel's going to be to Enola Holmes, right? That he's going to be in for four minutes. Probably. Um, that was such a good movie. It wasn't bad. I don't know, I enjoyed it. It reminded it me. It, it was fun, like the the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock movies. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever going to do Sherlock Holmes in a different way for a while. Yeah. Um, it does need more Henry Cavill in it. Although he does seem to be sleepwalking through some of those scenes. <laughs> Literally. Like, Bro, come on. Let's, well, wouldn't let's you if you have 1,700 projects on your slate? Um, <laughs> it's, they're not going to pick. I, and, and there's no way MGM whatever is going to pick a Bond before that film opens. Oh, God, no. no. And so this is just like... It, there's take away many, from the yeah, movie. So. There's too many sites. There's too many, you know, it's it's all this crap of just like, we said, that, remember, we said the same thing about Solo in 2017 or 2018, or released in 18, that we didn't see the trailer six months before the movie because it would have been before right. episode eight. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to show a trailer to Solo before episode mm-hmm. eight. They had to wait like six weeks after after episode eight opened. We got it like, we got it at the Super Bowl, didn't we? Why do you think they pushed back all the Marvel movies so yeah, that everything's it? coming out after Black Widow. Yeah. We got it like two months before the movie came out. Pretty much. Yeah, really we got odd, I think we yeah. got it on the su- on the su- at the Super yeah. Bowl, which is about six weeks after the other one opened. So they're not going to say anything. So that's why all this stuff is moot, moot, is moot. We know it's not Idris Elba because he said now three times, I'm not playing Bond. I don't want to. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I think you go I think you go with a virtually unknown person. You're going to go with someone who's big in Britain. Yes. More than likely. Oh, You're totally. going to have a classic actor. He's going to be younger. You know, he'll go be, with Peter Capaldi because even uh, no. <laughs> if, you, if you have Peter Capaldi as as um, uh, as M, yeah. sure, you have him as, as the premier of you know of mm-hmm. of the country and in, in a role that fine, yeah. Um, it's just not it, it, Daniel Craig. We, we forgot how long Daniel Craig's played him. He wasn't Jai he Courtney. Was, he was as James Bond. Uh, no, God. no, um, no. He wasn't. Uh, he was relatively young when he started Casino Royale. Yeah, sure. But he wasn't. He was. He wasn't as young as as you know. He's probably were. what Henry Cavill's age is now. Probably, yeah. yeah. Henry Cavill looks. He's like older 36, than you think. Thirty-seven. Yeah. yeah. Man, is he ready to play Superman? Good lord. <laughs> How else is he gonna play Superman? <laughs> With a suit like Ben Affleck <laughs> and Geralt. <laughs> yes, Geralt. Geralt. He has to be naked in every other. Geralt. Geralt. Hey, so. Uh, Every con this year has been canceled. All since, but one. Since. Uh, no, because we had the ones before. C2E2. Uh, since, oh, since. since C2E2 since. was the last con of 2020. Mm-hmm. The last major one. I think you could have had one like a week later. Or whatever. No, because what was later, what was coming right after that was South by Southwest. Well, I'm talking about small cons. Oh, sure. It's yeah. Like, a like big con, if a, if in terms of a big con. That anyone knows of. Mm-hmm. So Los Angeles Comic Con is hell bent to be this Going year. To hell. <laughs> going to hell. Hell bent for sure. They are planning on having a live event with attendees in December. Second week of December. Two months like from now. 13, 14? Yeah. So here's why screaming about it means absolutely nothing. There is no way they're doing there's it. There's no way. There's three reasons why. Number one is... Gavin Newsom? No, no. Number one is there's not going to be a lot of attendees. Governor Newsom? Number two is there's not going to be any vendors. And then number three is you're still going to have a county order, right? That you're not going to be able to get that many people there because you can't socially distance in right. a con like that. It's going to be very difficult to do. If you're not going to let people go to 
Disneyland? Rams game at SoCom Field, SoFi, whatever. SoFi. SoFi. Yeah, I had a video game from 30 years ago. Uh, you have you have a, a, an owner who spent a billion dollars to build this stadium, and no one's allowed to show up. You're not going to have people go to an L.A. Comic Con, and they're not going to have anybody there. When, when Emerald City shut down, part of the reason it shut down, and it was going to anyway, e- even before the city of Seattle or the county that it's in told them you can't do this, was that almost all of their vendors dropped off. Right. Yeah. And so many people canceled tickets already. It doesn't make any money to do, do this. It doesn't make any sense to do this. And LA's going to get into the same thing. It's well, hilarious you know to you see have, the reaction though. of people that are like, this is dangerous. It's irresponsible. And you get that one in the middle like, I can't wait to go. I'm going to meet. I'm going to meet Hugh Jackman there. You guys are having stars coming, right? Like, no, you're having coronavirus coming. That's what you're going to do. Ooh. Special guest, coronavirus. <laughs> On the center stage, coronavirus. You know who will be there, though? Coronavirus. No, the thousands of cosplayers that are just going to be right outside the front. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> is going to be in a cosplay that's a mask. <laughs> and not go inside, not get a ticket. Um, no. Look, Disneyland has canceled reservations now till November. Even though that you know they're begging to be open, but and they're making you, you're seeing them make new steps to oh yeah the tram is the tramway is now a walkway yeah there's new heat detectors or something there's new heat or, detectors or temperature detectors and there's testers uh, and stuff like that they have they just put up something where there's going to be outdoor purchasing instead of going into the mm. shops and things like that. Gotta set up a big tent for that. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I guess that one in downtown Disney, but I don't go all the way out to downtown Disney if I want. I gotta walk down Main Street and just go into a tent store. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if, if you're talking, I mean, literally, you're talking two months. There's no way, and no. right now they're saying we're we're hitting another surge. I don't see how they can do Certain it. Places, yeah. Yeah, Ventura County is still a purple. Well, the White House, <laughs> the White House is having a major surge right now. Ventura County, which was one of the best counties through this whole thing is now higher than in terms of percentages in terms of present the let me let me get this straight percentages of total population positive cases is higher than la county yes their death percentage is still way 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 low oh yeah you know compared to the rest of it but they're in a zone where ventura county can't reopen some certain businesses which is weird because moore park school district is just now saying that they're going to school district is in la county is it considered L.A. County? Because they're going to open. It goes through Westlake and Moore Park Road and everything. It, like, cuts it. And, eh, you might be, oh, no. It's, I, it might not even be Ventura, though. It might be uh, whatever Ojai's in. Okay. Because you go through Santa, Park Santa Barbara or something. Something like that. Because they're they're saying that they're going to allow in-school kids to going back to, uh, to school. It'll be just like what happened in August when it's <laughs> asking Bethy. You know, she's like, there's two days of in. You get yeah. three options: two days of in, one day of in in school. Well, I know, like, but, and then the next day they send out the message, like, nope, never mind. <laughs> well, now that I think they're saying that K through second grade is what they're going to do in school, and anybody that's older than second grade will still be doing it's a possibility just to get people there. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's it's probably better to just wait until. You're going to wait until Christmas break anyway. Yeah. There's no reason to have them come back for two weeks and then send them home. Exactly. That's where they're <laughs> going to be in gatherings of people that they may not know at home sometimes. It's not well, like I, I think what, what their way they're looking at it right now is the first trimester is getting ready to end. 
So they would be putting them into the second trimester, so bring them all, you know, into school. Which, uh, to me, I agree with you. If you just wait till you bring them back from Christmas break, see if be- you can, because that also buys you the two weeks of Christmas break to really look and see what's happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's just a point. I mean, at this point, like CSUN has basically said, the whole school year is going to be, no matter yeah. what happens in January. Look, we're gonna we're just gonna do the whole year that. No way. matter what, you already had super overcrowding in schools now. Just be even before the coronavirus. You think about just being overcrowded in schools. There's no way, even if they decided to take, you know, six or seven bungalows or something and put it on the sports fields that they have, instead to make more classrooms. It's still you're gonna have a lot of kids in one area. That's you, all don't, have, you don't have enough teachers for those other right, classrooms either. That too. So I, it's I feel be like to it's have a not class of 40 outside on the basketball court with one teacher. As much well, as I think everybody wants to go back to stuff that's normal, we are trying to rush it too much, and it's still not a good idea. Here's well, here's, here's, here's the thing. you know. The, here's how you know Disneyland's not opening anytime soon is because they just laid off 28,000 people. Well, not they, Disneyland, Disney parks. Mm. Yes, well, they also laid off 28,000 people because they didn't get the, they didn't get the relief money. That's right. Why. Yeah. It's not that it's not opening anytime soon. It's that as soon as they did, couldn't get relief money from the stimulus packages that Washington was doing, mm-hmm. that's where they said, we can't pay you, and they cut everybody. And I think to they're, your furlo- point of normal, they're furloughed, I think. Yes, too. they're furloughed. So they're not fired. So they're, they're, they're coming can, back. Well, they're, they're, putting it, they, they, they're not going to pay them until they can open. Correct. The thing to your point, people need to stop talking about going back to normal. There is no going back to normal. There is going to be a new normal. It's not going to be this. It's going to change. But there's going to be a new normal that's going to be different, and it's going to take years to start to go back in. This is 2008. This is the, the economic crisis of 2008, people losing their homes, the gas crisis, you know, stuff going on. We stopped buying big cars. We stopped going on airplanes. We stopped going on trains. We stopped going across city border or, or uh, state borders. We stopped going on vacation. We stopped doing this. We stopped doing that. We stopped, we stopped going to the store. Now, 12 years later, and there was a – Kevin and me were doing an interview with, was it Tony or not or whatever for, for Ford? Yeah. And he said their number one seller is the biggest gas guzzler they have because now people don't care. Mm-hmm. They've gone back into that thing that kind of swing through. So we'll find a point in which theaters may not have as many screens to show stuff for. The way that uh, there was a friend of mine that was on set last week and the way that everything is set up in these groups of saying this, this, you know, if you have a blue badge, you're not allowed anywhere near the talent. And oh, people that are sets on the are front. completely different yeah. now. And that's not going to, even if everyone's like, we think everyone's fine. They're not going to take those chances. They're yeah. going to take the chance that that production will be the only production out of all the other productions that shuts down for six months because you can't keep your people healthy. Mm-hmm. Sports are going to be different. This outdoor dining thing seems to stay, you know, looking at Denny's that would never think in a million years to have outdoor dining that there's a Denny's in, in Northridge that has it on the outside. And the way that it kind of wraps around the building, it doesn't take any parking spaces. You look at that and go, you know what? We could do that mm-hmm. and have higher capacity for Sunday breakfast when they, when they sell out or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, even like uh, the way uh, Santa Barbara closed down front street or first street or whatever it is. They're you know, the main street that where all the shops and everything are. I think it's first street. Um. They closed it down, and the shops just, you know, they brought out tents and everything yep. into the streets. And, you know, that's where they have their dining. It makes perfect sense. That, you know, it's almost like turning it into Third Street Promenade. Yep. You know, which, you know, you, what, you're diverting traffic, you know, 
for one street. If you do that, you know, Thousand Oaks could do that. And, you know, or even, you know, I mean, the mall has a big enough parking area where you can, you know, we talked about they could put up a screen outside and have car parking. Yeah. You know, you have the vendor. You, you could have, you know, apps that you can purchase your your popcorn and everything and somebody could bring it to your car. You know. State Street. State Street. That's, that's what it is. Driving me nuts. <laughs> like, I know it's not First Street. State Street. State Street. Is, no. Yes. The, the, yeah, State Street. Gaslamp District could be like that. It's a terrible. Gaslamp shuts down every. Every st- July. Gone anyway. Yeah. So you cut that out. Um, State Street. State Street was designed to be a street. Third Street Promenade wasn't when they redid it. Correct. Like, no, we don't expect anybody to roll through here unless they're trying to kill somebody. <laughs> um, but yes, that's the type of thing that there's a lot of side streets. All the parking lots are accessible from the back streets. That's the that's the key to finding parking. Well, with San Diego street. the way it is, it, it's San Diego set up perfectly to take uh, gas lamp and just shut it off. With the way that you know, because the streets are all one way. So you want to shut off the gas? Yes, you shut off the gas and just have the lamp. Um, that way you can go to Rock and Fish and have them deny you a table, <laughs> deny you a seat at the bar because you're the only person. You're one, and there's one seat. And you're not taking anybody. You're not taking the spot of any of these groups. So guess what? We're talking about productions. It's going right there. That's James right. Cameron go right there. said that Avatar yeah. Two is a hundred percent done. It's all made in a computer. <laughs> <laughs> does he does he have an actor? I doubt it. <laughs> he probably just needed. He, he just had. Uh, What's a Sam Worthington just record like 8,000 words? This is why we haven't seen Sam Worthington for years. He's been working on this film nonstop. Here's my thing with Avatar. JJ. James Cameron's had him locked in some green room or green with a green screen. And is there any sequel that's less anticipated than Avatar 2? In history. Enough people wanted to see Pacific Uh, Rim after Mark. Independence Day 2. I'd say there's still more people that wanted to see Independence Day 2 than want to see Avatar 2. Mm. Um, Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Obviously not. You went out of your way to see it. <laughs> the thing with Avatar, you know, the first one was so big because it was a new technology and it was visually stunning. It was 3D back when we cared about 3D. But the story and the movie itself was terrible. So I have no interest in seeing a second one. Even whatever technology, like new technology that they're using the for it or whatever, it doesn't matter. Avatar no longer really exists. We don't have 3D movies anymore. Right. I mean, everybody jerked off to 3D movies for two years. You got those terrible conversions, mm-hmm. and then you get Avatar that does it right. And I think a lot of people are like, "Okay, the hell with this." I remember they wanted to do, they wanted to do Dark Knight Rises in 3D, and Christopher Nolan told them to take a hike. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's well, no way I'm shooting this in 3D. It's not a 3D film. That's not. You may not be film. interested in Avatar two, but how do you feel about or four Avatar, or Avatar three? Because it's 95 percent done. Well, that can go in the trash with Avatar two. It's opinion. literally just Avatar two with a different ending. <laughs> it's gonna be the same film for 95 minutes. <laughs> the last 20 minutes is something different. <laughs> yeah, it, there's. He he has plans for like four and five also. I mean, it's not a good movie. James Cameron is one of those people that I look at and say, I know why he's successful, but I also don't know why he's successful. There's a lot and, of James Cameron movies. And the reason why he like. keeps you know, the reason he keeps making a lot of movies is because he makes a lot of money on he these. He doesn't movies. make a lot of movies anymore. That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, he hasn't I mean, done anything since Avatar, and Avatar was the first film he'd done in like well, five, six years. I'm sure he's had a part in the Terminator movies too. Nope. 
No, no, he's, he's um, I he think owns he, it, but he does. He washed his hands of that a long time. I ago. think the last one he helped write or something. I think he looked at it and said, "Sure, you can use Linda Hamilton and Arnold's again." I mean, he didn't have any. He came out and said some sure, BS thing about Genesis. He was like, "Genesis is great. It just really resets everything." You know who never saw the film? James Cameron. I guarantee you never saw that film because oh, yeah. he doesn't care. He's too busy trying to raise you know ships from the bottom of the ocean, make new cameras that people can use in their eyeballs, figure out how to distance himself from Catherine Bigelow after she won a. Oscar and make 65 Avatar movies because for some reason he is so out of touch with reality he doesn't understand that nobody gives a damn about your crappy Fern Gully 2. Like stop. Just there was a Fern Gully 2. Yeah it was called Avatar. No that would be Fern Gully 3. <laughs> hey so uh, they did the remainder of the shooting down in New Zealand because you know New Zealand didn't really have COVID. They got they managed to Australia to... has four cases. Yes. Um, but it says the article with Entertainment Weekly says that uh, that we're 100% complete on Avatar 2, and we're sort of 95% complete on Avatar 3. <laughs> it sounds like whatever he decided to shoot was done, which is great, because I'm sure he could shoot the live plate of that film in 42 minutes. Oh, yeah. And then stretch it into <laughs> and everything else is CG. He's on the Zack Snyder train. I shot four, fil- four minutes of film. It's a 35-hour film. <laughs> um, I know we talked about... Uh, um, Did we? Because you seem to not know what we talked about. Alice in Wonderland 2 being a f- six years too late. Yes. Uh, we, Alice in Wonderland 2 was the, the ago, yeah. no matter how many years too late, because they should have never made it. Because Alice in Wonderland 1 did a lot of money, but again, it was 3D. because of the 3D. Like a $70 million opening weekend. I still remember, like, we went to see it. It's fine. Yeah. It wasn't anything spectacular. And then Monday, my friend Dazzler was like, do you know how much that money? It made like $75 million. There's no way I made some. That's where everyone was like, convert, convert, convert. They took that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Sam Worthington, they took that Clash of the Titans and converted it, and it looked like ass. Yes. It was so muddy, and it just it was out of frame and out of focus, and it was terrible. What's funny is I finally got rid of the last of my 3D glasses for television here. Um, so James Cameron did the screenplay for Alita. Yes, I knew that. I didn't know that. But anyway. What did that have to do with Avatar? I no, was we just curious. wanted to find another thing. I, wanted to oh. c- I was curious on what he's done since. Yeah, we wanted to know what else James, uh, James just Cameron stole in order to destroy it. Anyway. James Cameron just watches Twilight Zone like, I can make that. I can make that. I can make that. Hey, so uh, Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel. Marvel found Miss Marvel. What the hell were we talking about? Marvel. Yeah, were we just talking about the Avatar. Avatar. Were you talking about something in between Avatar? Were you trying to change the subject and we talk about Avatar again? No. No, maybe it was when you brought up Alice in Wonderland to yes. Electric Alice Wonderlanderloo. So, uh, Miss Marvel has been cast for the TV series. And everybody well, hates it because she's not a pretty white young girl. I, but I it's don't the under- other way around, though. I think I've I've heard a lot of no. She's she might praise. be a little too yeah. Oh yeah, because they're you know, it's because a joke. They, you know, because uh, people who got really excited to see Miss Marvel cast have never read Miss Marvel mm-hmm. and have no understanding of what that book right. was. And shocker, when it was first started, written by a Muslim woman. Monday Night Football still exists. I haven't watched a single minute of it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's because you're kneeling, isn't it? I could not um, yeah, I'm not even going to try with her name because I don't have my glasses on. But uh, <laughs> it's nice to, I mean, I, I if they would have done this and they would have whitewashed it, I think they would have, well, first of all, it's Marvel. They haven't done that Iman too. Iman Yeah, it's Iman. Iman, Iman, Iman Bilani. Yes. 
Extreme Realness. And she's Adil El Arabi and Bilal Fala, Charmin Obaid Chinoy and Mira Miriam as directors on the project. So a lot of directors who would fit that role and all seem to be mm-hmm. Middle Eastern descent. Yes. Um, you know. It's glad that they're staying true. Is. I mean, she's yeah. Pakistani. The whole point of it, the reason that Miss Marvel number one, the, when I read it, the one that G. Will Wilson did a few years ago, I said it was the best single issue of the year. Right. Because it was so beautifully, masterfully done. And what it is, is Kamala Khan was Peter Parker. Yes. She's in this world that she doesn't, that she wants to be a part of, but she's still stuck to the traditions of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's in a, in a, traditional Pakistani film, or, uh, excuse me, family, but she also wants to go do, other, before she gets even, she gets her powers even. She wants to be, she's going to high school, she's interested in boys, she wants to be this American teenager, right? but also doesn't want to insult her traditional family. Her heritage. Yeah. Her brother is is devoutly Muslim. He's wearing the, the, the classic clothing, and she respects him for it, but she's not following that same path. Her mother and father are traditional Pakistani parents, very worried about her, very trying to shelter mm-hmm. her. She wants to go hang out. Every, it is really well done. It's incredibly well done. And yes, to do that series and be like, you know, John Smith from Covington, right. Indiana is the showrunner. No, you right. can't. It's not. <laughs> it, and it's what it does very well. And what Marvel did very well is on top of it. Now she's trying to be a superhero She's an Avengers worshiper. She's Captain Marvel's biggest fan and all that jazz. So now she's not only trying to fit in as a high schooler, she's trying to fit in with her family, but she's also trying to fit in as not getting in trouble with either of them as someone who can beat the living daylights out of a whole bunch of different people. Right. And it's really well done. It's a great choice for um, for a series. Oh, so I think it's a... you know. And it when just, they first announced it, yeah. everybody thought it was going to be... Um, everybody thought they were going to do it as an animated show. That's what I thought. I, thought I was, was so glad that when they when they said no 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 this is going to be live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it deserves it. it. Being in this this culture, especially this comic culture that's still filled with forty year old men who want to just jack off to Captain America every day, and their comments is like, we don't need this kind of stuff. This is gonna be, I don't understand why we just don't do the traditional characters because people who are younger are going to gravitate towards this type of character. It, it, the future. Get ready. Peter Parker is not going to be as popular as Miles Morales in 40 years. <laughs> Miles Morales is going to be the character. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, even look at now. I mean, if you put... Well, I mean, even look at the video, just as the video games. Everybody's so excited for the Miles Morales. If, you announce, if Marvel announced tomorrow, Spider-Man 3 will also have Miles Morales. It'll be kind of like the passing of the torch. That movie will do more than Spider-Man Far From Home. I would say now Miles Morales is the after credit scene. Could be. We'll talk about it when we get to that point. But the idea that these younger characters who have, also look at have a, an, an uh, it's going to sound bad, but have an ethnicity to them, have a diversity to them, have a background that reaches out to more people. Because look, as, as a young white kid, you can still love Miles Morales, just mm-hmm. as a young black kid can love Peter Parker just for their stories. But the flip side of having a young, you know, black teenager being able to follow Miles 
as someone, he looks like me. I mean, we, we've seen a lot of the stuff. That's what Black, have Black Panther, Black Panther. Was. Yeah. So it, it's it's a great idea. Um, you know, we're going to get through all these white people. We'll do Falcon and the, even Falcon is, there you go. Winter Soldier's going to die. We'll get through it. these like, white no, no. people like yeah. Falcon. Falcon was like, wait. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, as much as I love Winter Soldier, I don't need more Winter Soldier. <gasps> you shut your mouth, sir. I don't think I don't think he has any more to squirt out. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sebastian Stan calling him right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Sebastian Stan just called, <laughs> saying, "What? Okay. Listen here, well, no, sir. I mean, he, look, he took the haircut really hard. He did. So he's oh, been, I, he's been oh very, my he's been very tough. Look, we know that my Sebastian first comment, Stan is no my longer. My first comments were not my Bucky. <laughs> he's no Bring longer back his the hair. boy toy. So it's like, mm, he's got to go. Don't need him anymore. They need a new Winter Soldier. No, I feel like Miss Marvel is going to be what Black Panther was to a bunch of you know younger African American kids. Be along the same you know, I, I feel like there hasn't been a representation. Oh, there's no for re- this group. There's no re- representation see, of a Middle Eastern superhero. Right. So to here. see, especially like within the American culture, usually like the Middle Eastern characters are used as you know the bad, bad guys, guys yeah. or terrorists. Well, there was Bali like Spider Man. So. To see, you know, this character now going to be portrayed as a superhero, it's going to have the same cultural impact, I think, as the same with Black Panther did. Well, yeah, and so, and, and so not having a major motion picture makes it a little bit different. I was, good, yeah, even, but it could have even more. Of a I resonance. still think it would have a good. No, no, it, it could have more of a resonance because you have more. When we talk about right. Star Wars and characters that people connect to, one of the reasons that I said Ahsoka is by far the most popular character that's ever existed that isn't in a film mm-hmm. is because you spent like seven years of your life mm-hmm. with her and you watched her right. grow into the character that just kicks ass all over these Star Destroyers, is <laughs> crashing into the ground. Well, I, I think that the Runaways, if that would have been done on Disney Plus first. You know, and and you you tone it a little bit more towards the Marvel style instead of more of the street level like you did Daredevil and everything. Mm -hmm. Give it a budget. And give it a budget. I think because of the diversity with those kids, it would have been a major, you know, it would have been a major part of the the Disney Plus MTU. And it would have been really huge in the dinosaur community, so. Young dinosaurs had somebody to look up to. I I could be like that. The show was good. I I enjoyed it. I liked yeah. it. it. I think if you went back and watched it, you'd enjoy it, dude. I know. There's I so Camp much Cretaceous. stuff. I have so much. I watched three episodes, four episodes of The Boys, and I like it. And I still oh, haven't so gotten back to it. Um, it's so good. Um, <laughs> Raised by Wolves is really good too. Got no time. We fi- we just finished that one. I read. I read the last bit of the epic collection I bought for Star Wars, which was Force Unleashed, Force Unleashed 1 and 2. And remember how much I hate that story. That story is ass. You, you read it? It was the comics. Yeah, the, I remember the, the comics. The epic collection has uh, um, it has the hard target with Darian Cross, which is basically uh, James Bond. Right. And a couple of I love those. Those, those, those were great. Those, those were fantastic. amazing. Um, those are the ones we talked about it last week, where it's like he runs into Han Solo on some planet in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, a galaxy made up of billions of people, <laughs> billions if not trillions There's of people on more, all yeah. these planets. There's no way he just runs into Han Solo someplace. Right. But I guess it's possible. I mean, he's he's it's a, possible, but it's very highly unlikely. Um, but Force Unleashed is uh, the Force Unleashed one and two comics are in there, and I saw so three reading them. Well, they basically took <laughs> the story from the the cutscenes and oh, made. I it. hate it. That's so much. 
What's well, everything in between? The don't cut- talk about don't talk about Star Killer. People love Star Killer. That's the number one. Every time there's every time he, uh, Hasbro announces a gaming grade, why isn't it Star Killer? I need my Star Killer. Please don't do Star Killer. Never ever do Star. Top three people that everybody loves: Mara Jade, Star Killer, and uh, the type of people Revan. that are that are that are toy fans are the game dorks that love star killer like that that mm-hmm. gives them the chubby of a lifetime well they're also a character that the is old you guys possibly overpowered and yet oh, yeah. somehow is beaten by the emperor in half a second well uh, even even in the second one he's a clone you know and everybody's still like oh he's still so amazing uh, no. i know um, they did the three and three quarter i have it i'm fine like it's fun or whatever but i don't need I don't need the conversation to start like, this means that it's in canon. That's how the rebellion started. No, it did not start that way. Stop it. It started with the 200. Like, I don't need... You also forget how big a role Corellia plays in the early thing. You, like, they kind of dumped all that. Yep. Uh, Speaking of characters that everybody went about, Electro from Spider-Man... The Amazing Spider-Man 2. The Amazing Spider-Man 2... Not so amazing. <laughs> At least Jamie Foxx, that is. Really not so amazing. <laughs> I love, and Jamie Foxx put out a little statement, I think, that E! News posted or something like that, and he says, yes, I am I am sl- slated to come back as Electro in the MCU, and no, I will not be blue. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was his announcement. <laughs> that's interesting, because if they change him, that's wonder if it's supposed to be the same person. Because, mm. of course, this starts the rumor that that's the second multiverse movie we'll get. Yes. Or the yeah. first one. I don't even know what order these stupid movies come in anymore. Yeah. Well, that um, one's supposed to be July of 2022. Which means it's July or 2021. All these movies July 2028. Yeah. It was originally July 2021. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be moved to like 23. Because um, I think all this stuff is going to get backed up two, three, three mm. years. This ain't going to uh, be over by May. But he he's also, he said MCU. He yeah. didn't say Spider-Man. Yeah. Everybody's assuming it's Spider-Man 3. Well, it's because he's going to be in the next Spider-Man movie, which is based in the MCU. Yeah. So it, even though, it, yeah, it's he's Sony's in, he's, movie, he's in, it's he's MCU. He's in Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3. Tom Holland I is w- in the MCU. I th- uh, yes, I know so. that. I thought that it was still, I thought they were still in final talks about it. It might as well be. I mean, it's it's sure. in a bunch of places that looks like it's real. Yeah. And like he said, he, he he's already tweeted it. It's so. Yeah, if, if Jamie's Fox has already mentioned it, then you know either they're talking. Jamie Fox does. Not only Jamie's Fox. <laughs> Jamie's Fox. Jamie the Fox, Fox is there, Jamie's too. got a Fox. What does the Fox yeah. say? I'm in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Three. That's right. So what if that's it? So we get Amazing Hero, we get Spider-Man 3, and it's just a fox. <laughs> it's just like Jamie's Fox is in the film. No, the, the fox's name is Jamie. <laughs> There's a fox. Jamie, get back um, here. Sounds like it could be setting up the Sinister Six. It'll be setting up a multiverse, and that's all everybody ever wants in a prize. Yeah, but because what let, if it's I'm going to tell you this. I tell you this. What if it's not? What if it's just if, taking a good actor and putting it in the movie? Cop out and introduce the X Men and the mutants as multiverse BS. Man, am I going to be pissed. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. Am I going to be pissed? If it's they, like, you know what? Let's keep Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Oh, no, oh no, 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 no. They're not I, using the original actors. No, 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 no. I, I, thought you, I, thought you meant, I thought you meant just bringing whatever actors they're going to have as the X-Men come in through the multiverse. That's what I'm saying. 
The X-Men you've already seen, the Fox Oh, no, X-Men. they're not going to bring those, guys. No, there's no the, way. The did, funny you, thing, did you think two weeks ago that Jamie Foxx will be playing Electro in a Spider-Man film and more than likely playing the Electro that he's already played? I don't see them playing it. I, there's no way they're going to do the same Electro. Oh, yes, there is. No. Oh, yes, there is. No. Yes, there is, because they're talking about multiverses. Not unless... They're going to do the same thing that is giving you. Not unless Sony has... Has put their foot down, saying this is how we're going to do it because this is you know with doing the multiverse. Sony's then, never going to make another Spider-Man film. Then that's how they, they know. According to some of the some of the talk now, is Tom Holland has renegotiated his Sony Spider-Man contract, and it will be in other Sony-based Spider-Man movies. Yeah, but they can all just be in the MCU. You just don't mention the Avengers. Mm-hmm. It's Deadpool the heli character. Hell, he put a heli carrier <laughs> in his movie. I know. And nobody did anything. <laughs> yeah, but Marvel's watching. The funny thing is there's a there's a video there's a video circulating now, especially after Jamie Foxx's announcement of an interview from Far From Home, I think. It was it's Tom Holland, Zendaya, and um the guy who plays Ned, I forget his his name. But uh, they're all doing That's their I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you remember his name? Hell no. Exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't know his name in order to not remember it. I'll put it that way. But um, so the the guy who's doing the press junket with the three of them uh, talks about like, oh, is there any chance that we're ever going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield get into a new Spider-Man movie like as a multiverse? And you see Tom Holland is trying his hardest not to say anything, so he's he's just being quiet. That image went up, but he's got a, he's got a smile on his face, and everybody and like Zendaya and it, what's his name, Jacob Batalun. There you go, Jacob what? <laughs> Batalun. Oh, I thought you said. Look Bat-Alan. at him, like, and what? they're like, "What? What do you know? What do you know?" And he's like, "I can't say." So that image went up immediately of people doing images of the three Spider Men. Yes, of Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, and Tom Holland, all in the same. And so with this video circulating, a lot of people are speculating that the third Spider-Man movie will have a multiverse aspect to it and bring those Spider-Man. We already have a Spider-Man film with a multiverse. Considering that the Spider-Man 2 mentioned the multiverse, and Peter Parker was the one who told him how the multiverse works. Right. Mm -hmm. So it it kind of fuels the fire that those two actors will come back. can very easily play the Electro from... As well as Jamie Foxx or... I hope not, because that was a horrible design. A horrible design because... You get William Defoe. Well, if he already said he's not not blue... It doesn't mean that he's not him, though. He says that, though. You don't know what Sony has planned or Marvel has planned. It doesn't necessarily have to be blue. In this universe, it could be different. Yeah. Remember... Superman lives under a red he could sun. Be, he has no powers. He comes He could here. be also referencing the fact that maybe he's going to be wearing something that's similar to the classic costume. God, I hope not. That so costume the, is ass. <laughs> it is terrible. But still, like I, a green and yellow suit, which okay, is not blue. I, which would, if they do it, I, I hope they do it kind of looking like they did in the Spider-Man video game, which is a green and yellow suit, you know, kind yeah. of like a biker jacket, green and yellow. And, you know, he does have blue electricity coming around him and stuff, but... The bad thing is this opens the door for Paul Giamatti coming back as Rhino. I'm Rhino. I get to stop the Spider-Man. And nobody needs to see that anymore. Well, that and it also opens up the possibility that the kid he saves from the Rhino ends up being Toby <laughs> Peter Parker's character. God, I hated that thread so much. Oh, that was so bad. 
it's Peter Parker. And I, it doesn't work. He's, he's like five in that film. <laughs> um, only time will tell, guys. We'll find out. In the next, no, couple like only like, time. Other people can tell us. Like you know, when they make the movie, they can tell us. No, like everybody on the internet, I want to know now. Tell me now. What's the answer now? Tell me, tell me whether I'm gonna cringe when I see this film, or if I'm just gonna go see. It. Yeah, it's gonna to be diminished returns for every Spider-Man film. Wait, Spider-Man Three has not been a good film. There's very few threes that are a good film. Well, there's only been one so far. Andrew Garfield's never got a three. The X-Men 3 movies were not good films. Well, actually, I take that back. X-Men 3, and then the fourth of the first class was not good. What and the fifth. Third, you didn't like the third one either. You didn't like Apocalypse. Oh, that's right. Cause Apocalypse third, that's where they make the joke. Yes. That's where the, when they're, that's right. they're, they're at the mall, and she says the, they, they, the Return the of the third, Jedi. Yeah, the th- the return of the third one. They walk out of Return of the Jedi. Well, the third one's not. Apocalypse is okay. I still I'm still okay with Apocalypse. It's not great, but it's any it's. Means. I watched it the other day, or not the other day, a couple weeks ago, and yeah, it's okay. It's not. It's a comic anything book. special. It's not as bad as Dark Phoenix. It's not as bad as Dark Phoenix, and yes, it's it not is. as bad as X Men Three. So no, it's I nothing can, as bad as X Men Three. So I can sit through and watch it. X-Men I can 3. watch it. The, only, the worst part of X-Men is of, of, of Apocalypse, and it's not completely her fault, is Olivia Munn as Psylocke, because mm. that costume does her no favors. That costume should have never been put on her. Yeah. It's a terrible-looking costume. No one's going to look good in that costume mm-hmm. unless there's digital altering. Um, on top of the fact, they don't really give her anything to do. You have no idea where her allegiances really lie. No. She can't, to me, she can't pull off the menace of that character at all. Well, to me, she's worthless. It, in it. But other than that, they I didn't mean, get very good menacing characters for the horsemen. We even, we even at the no. end, or at least the way they portrayed them. The, 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 the guy end. who plays Angel is is not too bad. The the yeah. young woman who plays Storm is fantastic. Oh yeah, she's better than Halle Berry in the first film. I mean, come on. Yeah. They didn't have to do. Oh, in the first film, yeah, the I'm first, thinking oh, she's terrible in the first film. I was like, why is she rushing? In the second, because she doesn't want to do an accent. It doesn't matter. The second film, I don't know how to do weather. This, this Marvel tradition of a character that's introduced to you with a horrible accent and then loses it by the second film that she's in, Storm, Scarlet Witch, just gone. <laughs> and you get the Civil War, and you're like, didn't you talk? Like, what happened to that terrible accent you had in the last one? When she just like when Vision comes in the one. Vish, we talked about this. Are you from <laughs> Encino? Like, what the hell? That is true. I am from Sokovia. Vish, what's up? Why did you come in here? Like <laughs> well, see, she had been around. She had been around the, the Avengers so no, long. I just said she that she, adapted mag- their no, she magically learned like proper English. That's <laughs> she she changed yeah, her she own. Her she, yeah, she did the finger waving thing at herself. Like <laughs> accent be gone, be gone, and kiss el accidento, and then it's just out. <laughs> what is she part of Harry Potter now? Yeah. All right, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. For Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next week. Kyle, I can't see you. I look good. <laughs>